genre of commercial that I like to call Mom is Sick. In this genre of commercial, there is a woman who is being uh, just terrorized by some horrible illness, whether it be flu or the cold or whatever. And uh, she is bedridden until she takes some super wonderful medicine, and then she's up, right? And, and usually she's up, and the punchline is the house is a disaster, uh, right? The, 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 the woman has, you know, the family has, has, has fallen to pieces uh, as she is, has been ill. There's, a, there's a, another version of this um, where there's a woman explaining to someone why she can't work today, and you see her standing in a doorway explaining, I can't, you know, I feel awful, I can't work today, until you pan the camera around, and there's her daughter who is saying, you know, like, what, I, you know, what, who, what am I supposed to do, right? Um, and then the punchline of the joke is, um, you know, moms don't get sick, or don't get sick days, they get DayQuil, right? There's this perception that we have in this culture, and it's um, a reality uh, for many women. Uh, this idea of, of the mental load of being a woman in this culture, especially in heterosexual relationships, uh, where the woman is expected to carry this burden, uh, not just for uh, herself and her own issues, her own uh, things that she has to take care of, but everything else in the family's life, um, carrying the, the load of schedules or uh, people's various responsibilities. It's a, it's a, it's a reality um, that many women face in our culture. And so I'm wondering how many ears perked up today when you heard today's gospel lesson, particularly the beginning of it, when uh, Jesus and the boys come back to the house and discover that no one has prepared for them the Totino's pizza rolls and the Sunny D that they had been hoping for, right? They appear, the disciples and Jesus have come back from the synagogue. Jesus Jesus has just done a miraculous healing. And they come back to the house and they discover that um, that Peter, Simon Peter's mother-in-law has a fever. And so they tell her, they tell Jesus about her. And Jesus goes and raises her up, lifts her up, heals her of her fever. And she is now free to serve them. If you find this exhausting, I can totally get that. Um, and um, if you hear in this a bit of sexism, I'm not saying it is not there. But, but, there's something revealing about this passage and this encounter that Jesus has with Simon's mother. And Here's the thing, the the language that's used to describe what takes place for Simon's mother-in-law is fascinating. The first thing we have in the text, I think it says, uh, lifts her up, right? Well, if we could also translate, and that's the exact same language that's used to describe what God does for Jesus when Jesus is raised. Here, this illness, this fever, threatens her life, her ability to fully live. And what has taken place is she has been, in some sense, raised into new life, a new possibility. 
what's more, in that line where it says, uh, and she served them, that service, that served them, is the same words that Jesus uses to describe his own work, his own ministry, his own gift of himself for the sake of others. Jesus, at the, at the, near the end of the gospel, um, as he's dealing with his his disciples and their, their, their inability to grasp what he's up to, Jesus will say to the disciples, as they have been talking amongst themselves, that if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, those who are great have to be servants, just like Jesus is servant. Or he says, I give, he's, he says, um, I have come not to be served, but to serve, and to give my life as a ransom for many. And he calls on his disciples to that same life of service, that same life of loving with heart. And we see here that Simon's mother-in-law, that she, in some sense, gets it. She gets it way before any of the male disciples get it. Gets it way before any of these these more official followers of Jesus get it. And in fact, you can go through the whole of Mark's gospel, and they never seem to quite get it. But here, Simon's mother-in-law sees and experiences something that is absolutely critical to the life of discipleship, the life. That is the new life that we have been given. The new life that we have been given in Christ is an invitation to loving service one to another. That this is our call. That this is this is how we are to live. Christ does this for us. Does this for humanity. And then calls on us to repeat this cycle share in this way of life. God comes to us, the servant, the servant to save, the servant to heal, the servant to restore, the servant to bring about justice and peace, and then calls on us to follow that same pattern of behavior, that pattern of self-giving and see that in that in Jesus's pattern of ministry this self-giving love that this is that this is Jesus revealing to us God's very nature that this is who God is that God gives of God's self in this way God gives of God's self in this way in creation God gives of God's self this way in our redemption and in our salvation God gives of God's self in this way to make us to bring us into new life and into a new creation. Therefore, it doesn't end there, but rather God invites us to participate in this work of self-giving love, into this life of self-giving love. We're all called to this. Not just the mother-in-laws, not just, you know, the, 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 the people who are supposedly on the, the bottom end of things, but rather all of us are to serve one another, 
as a revelation of what God has already done for us in Christ. This invitation that we are given is an invitation towards a fullness of life. Life lived in love and expressed as love. And that the wonder of today's gospel is that Simon's Simon's mother-in-law gets it in ways that the disciples don't. She reveals what Jesus will do for the rest of the passage as Jesus gives of himself in the healing of those who who are ill and unwell. As he gives himself over to the early mornings of prayer and being open to God. This give thanks today for the witness of Simon Simon Peter's uh, nameless mother-in-law, or unnamed mother-in-law, rather. Let us give thanks for her witness to us. Let us look 